0: for you. I've been taking some classes and counseling to hopefully be more helpful to the students. And if, if you've ever been to a counselor, as I have many times, it's nice to have somebody who's there for you. <laughs> because not everybody's a great listener. <laughs> but it's nice to have somebody there who, um, they're listening and it, and it, it communicates to us that we're not alone. That the most consoling thing when you and I are going through a hard time is to have somebody there with us. And Well, heck, even if you're not having a hard time, there's, I think it's also why we tend to gossip. Because we want someone to understand why we're feeling what we're feeling. But the shortcut is just tell people how you're feeling. Like, they don't need to know the whole story. Maybe that's part of God's wisdom in giving us the Eucharist. Today we celebrate Corpus Christi, the most holy body and blood of Christ, in which we acknowledge the incredible mystery that if, if last week was the greatest mystery we have of God himself, that the Eucharist is, just, is an incredible mystery as well in which Christ makes himself present. Body, blood, soul, and divinity at every single mass. And that that presence is one that remains. That's why we take the leftover hosts and put them in the tabernacle, which we then bring to the sick who couldn't be here. But also that we, during the rest of the week, can go and spend time with our Lord who wants to be with us. That our, our gospel today shows us how Jesus' desire is to heal us. It shows us that he cares about our needs. Did Jesus know that these people would be hungry today? That he, he kinda like went out there and they, went, they were with him all day, he's teaching them. Yeah. That he allows people to be hungry. Because he wishes to do something about it. I, I think it's even interesting how, I don't know if you've ever reflected on this. I have. It's just interesting. The human person, like why do we need to eat multiple times a day? Isn't that interesting? Other, maybe other animals don't eat that much and other animals eat a lot more, but maybe. Um, so. But the human person that multiple times a day, I become aware of my need of my my frailty, my mortality, my hunger. That my body tells me I need something in order to survive. Jesus knows this, and he has a plan that he works through his disciples, through his body, you could say, the church, that he works through them to feed the people. The, part of the symbolism here, there's our readings today. I've you've caught in the first reading about this priest Melchizedek, and then our psalm was Melchizedek. You are a priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. Okay, what does that mean? It means that there's this mysterious high priest who comes forth seemingly from nowhere in the Old Testament, in Genesis, and he gives Abraham bread and wine to sustain him. That it's a foreshadowing of our eternal high priest who seemingly comes from nowhere and feeds us with what was bread and wine, but becomes his body and blood. That just as that eternal that, that high priest in the Old Testament knows how to feed and provide and bless, that so our eternal high priest knows how to feed and sustain us and bless us. And so how does he do it? He does it through the Eucharist. His abiding presence with us. And this is what makes us you know, unique, different from other Christians. I was, um, I was talking to somebody uh, recently, this woman who was uh, evangelical, Catholic, or evangelical Christian, I should say, and, and she was thinking about it one day, And she says, it's so interesting because she says, Christians, we strongly believe in Jesus's power. That when Jesus, when it says he walked on water, he walked on water. When he healed this person who had been, you know, crippled from birth or blind since birth, like, we believe that. She said, and then I realized one day, like, I believe all these miracles and God's power and Jesus's power. She's like, and then I read John chapter 6. And she felt like, where has this been my whole life? That if I believe Jesus can walk on water and heal people, why do I not believe that when he says, this is my body, that he means it? That he can actually make his body present? And so for her, it was like this light bulb moment, and it began the path To uh, her conversion to become Catholic because she's like I don't want to just receive Jesus spiritually that if he says my body is truly present and he wants union with me through communion she's like I want that communion I want to receive Jesus in me I want to know that I'm not alone I want to receive the medicine of immortality The antidote to sin. I want to receive God with me. I don't know if we always, it's always, the church gives us this feast every day because we can never talk about it too much to understand this. It's such an incredible gift and mystery. I remember a girl years ago, um, she wanted, she came here, she's like, I want to become Catholic. Oh, I was like, great, sit down, tell me your story. And she said, She's like, you know, I'm a college student, and I started looking for God, and I didn't know which church to go to. You know, you just got to find the one that fits you, you know, and and so I'm going through all these different Christian churches in Flagstaff, and she said, then I walked into the Catholic church, and something was different. I was like, oh, was it the great preaching? Was it, was it the fantastic music? Was it the welcoming community, you know, where everybody knows each other? It's like... I, I didn't say that, but she, I, she said, "She said something was different." I went into the into the chapel, and I just felt like a presence. I felt a peace, and I was like, "Honey, there's a reason you felt that, right?" It th- doesn't mean we're going to feel. We don't. God is outside of space and time and feelings. We're not going It doesn't mean we're gonna feel God. It doesn't mean we're gonna experience God. However. Sometimes, God allows that, he knows our humanness, and he can, he can do that, he can give us an awareness, and experience of his presence. And so that young lady went on to become Catholic. Jesus knows our hunger, he knows what we need. That really, whatever question we have, He is the answer, whatever whatever need I have, he's the antidote. And I think it's no mistake that he comes in crushed wheat, what is bread, but it's crushed wheat. And that sometimes as I sit in adoration, that, that I also feel crushed and just beaten down and overwhelmed or stressed about the future. You look at the world and politics and the church and you can easily feel overwhelmed if you want. And yet here's our Lord who comes to us in such a small, humble way that's not threatening, but actually is so easy so that we can receive him as he is, as he loves us as we are. And so today we're reminded that that God is with us. That our eternal high priest continues to provide for our needs, who wants to satisfy not just our spiritual needs, but even our, our physical needs. And that his answer is the Eucharist, not because he needs to do it, it's not for him, but it's for me and for you.